You can't keep a good vampire down. Radu is back, and this time he's looking for a bride. Bloodlust Subspecies 3 finishes off the two-part story that started with the previous sequel. And Tim made me watch this, so I guess we'll see how it ends. Welcome everyone to Screams After Midnight. I am Peter and joining me with his new moustache is Tim. Thank you for having me one second. <laughs> I'm glad you've not forgotten to do the impression uh, at the start of these yet. You better keep that up for four and five. Um, yeah, well, you know, I got to get ready for my one-man show, uh, Radu Comes to Hollywood. So if, if anyone wants to check that out. Radu grew a mustache and came to Hollywood. And here he is. Also, I'm a star, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds all like Borat, just that Borat's a vampire. Yeah, uh, there's potential there, yeah. In, in many ways. Yeah, <laughs> and I realize that the order that these come out is not necessarily the same as the order that we're recording them in. So just know that this is Wait, the so are you... So wait, you're going to put out, like, the review for, like, this movie and then the second movie? <laughs> like, and then the first movie? No, the subspecies will be in order. What I'm saying okay, is, is that making sure. I just referenced that you've got a new mustache and it's occurred to me that mm. this may not be the first video where they see the mustache. They they might think, well, why is he bringing it up mm. now when there was two other episodes where he already had a mustache? So I'll just explain uh, that. Continuity is important. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because this will probably be a little later in the month just because... <gasps> I'm not putting subspecies two right after subspecies one. What am I, a madman? <laughs> you just you're afraid of getting too many likes. <laughs> oh yeah, that's what it is. the subspecies have been you bringing know, them all in. You know what it occurred to me actually is this movie is called subspecies, right? Well, technically, well, this the, is the film franchise. Yes, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, and you know, as podcasters on the internet. What do we want more than anything? We want subs. Oh, yeah, there you go. And you think that this will somehow result in subs? Um, uh, I think we'll get a a pretty big uptick on the Patreon once uh, these go out. Should we also endorse Subway and eat subs on the on the episodes? Or I think so. Given I mean, this logic. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've told you what my favorite subspecies is before, right? Yes, yes. I don't remember what it was, but you, you did mention it. Was it was a little bit of turkey, some bacon, and uh, melted cheese <laughs> on uh, Italian rosemary bread. Rosemary bread? <laughs> I believe I'm familiar with that term. Uh, I think they sell that at Quiznos. <laughs> is, is that the Italian herbs and cheese of the, in the U.S.? Is that what you call it? Or is this a different... So I, I think Italian herbs and cheese is at Subway, and then I think Quiznos does like Italian rosemary or something like that. But it's similar. It's similar, yeah. Okay. It's actually the same. <laughs> <laughs> it's that's how similar it is. It is the exact same thing. Oh, every, no. every sub shop has you know white wheat and then something the Italians made up. Yeah, I've been going with wheat for the longest time. Be a little healthier. It's so healthy, yeah. and it's plus the. And it's nice. I I don't like the Italian bread that's got all the, like the the harsh top. I don't like that. <laughs> the harsh top. You know, it's all uh, it's, it's all prickly and stuff, and I don't like it. 
<laughs> it is yeah that's uh the pinhead of sandwiches it <laughs> hurts your mouth so yeah there's a third such a waste of good bread <laughs> there's a third subspecies movie believe it or not correct uh yeah. and you probably knew that because they made two and three as a pair back to back or even mm-hmm. all at one time uh and they feel written that way where some characters who are interested in two just disappear before the last part of two because they're still going to be in three mm-hmm. So we, we can't mm-hmm. have the Mel from the US Embassy being the third act of two because then he can't just show up at the start of three going, what's That's going right. on? So uh, this is Bloodlust. What's going on? Where's Redu? <laughs> this is Bloodlust, subspecies three. <laughs> we'll start spoiler free as we do. We'll give you a warning if we quit the spoilers. Although at this point... Because there's definitely some lust going on in this movie. I can't imagine anyone's clicking on a review for subspecies three and either gives a shit about spoilers or <laughs> doesn't already in some way care about the movies and therefore has seen the movie mm-hmm. uh, i mean I, I've, I've told you before don't underestimate the freaks that uh that watch this channel <laughs> they're certifiable uh, i tell you there's hardly anything to spoil anyway i mean much like the first two mm-hmm. barely anything happens for like 90 percent of the runtime let's be honest <laughs> i i'm pretty sure you could describe the entire plot in 25 seconds <laughs> i mean i think all three movies are guilty of this thing where there's a bit of setup at the start which is fine enough and there's a bit of an mm. ending which is fine enough but the middle of all the movies kind of just has them going in some sort of weird circle and this movie mm-hmm. it's uh we're going to go to the castle and look for the vampires and try and stop them and the detective mm-hmm. shows up and then something just makes us stop and go back to the hotel some stuff mm-hmm. happens at night next day we're going to go back out to the castle we're going to search for vampires <laughs> and the detective may show up <laughs> like, <laughs> like that is the middle of this movie and it takes mm-hmm. and this movie's only 80 minutes like it's just 80 minutes and no more yeah it's 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 a short movie and yet it feels padded to hell and i think something you said last time about how you could take the first three movies and it, it combine them all and it may mm-hmm. actually make a one solid 90 minute movie if you paced it right Absolutely. And I don't know about all three, but certainly two and three feel like, yeah, one movie Definitely. stretched out to, to two. So despite the fact that they're both 80 minutes, it it's really one big, what, 160 minute movie, which is maddening for, for what this is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, the last movie ended. Uh, the character from the first movie, Michelle... Uh, couldn't come outside after they defeated Radu and Mummy Radu because of the sunlight, because she's a vampire now, of course. Uh, so Rebecca, daughter Shatner, that is, <laughs> mm-hmm. says, I'll wait until dark. And that's where we pick up here at the end of this mm-hmm. one. We pick up with the continuation of that. Uh, Rebecca does not wait until after dark. She just immediately leaves mm-hmm. for some reason. And uh, there's more shenanigans with Radu and Mummy Radu, and we'll get into all of that. But Tim, just put us out of our misery. What did you think of Subspecies 3? <laughs> uh, so if you remember for the last one, I was actually riding a little bit of a high with the second one. Like, I, you know, thought the second one was relatively fun and, like, actually did have, like, you know, again, it's still very much a, you know, full moon straight to DVD movie but uh at the same time i thought there was some like effects and you know shots here and there that i was like oh actually i you know i kind of like this i don't (laughs) i don't mind this i think it's cool unfortunately i cannot say uh that the franchise really kept up the momentum uh with this one the 
don't know this one just felt really redundant like like you were saying before like you know these movies all feel like very similar and i think there's enough differentiation <laughs> of uh enough differences but let's just say that's easier uh, between the first and second movie um but the second and third movie feel so blended together it's like it, it just feels like really unnecessary and yeah i mean you get stuff with radu and you get stuff with mummy which i i still like seeing them so you know as always you know uh they're chewing the scenery and and stuff is always going to be the highlight but i don't know everything else just felt i don't know maybe it's because I, I watched them like so close together like maybe these are meant to be watched like one a year or something uh but yeah it, it just felt really kind of dull and redundant with they both came um, out in 1994 and i mean i've, I've not checked the <laughs> dates but like it wouldn't surprise me if they literally just came out at the same time so they could both be on the shelf sure, yeah because you know, they were straight to video so it's not like they have to worry about spacing them out it's just like here's two and three on the shelf yeah. so maybe they're, they're hoping that someone who saw the first one for some reason will be like yeah i'm gonna get both of those babies uh i need to yeah. finish the trilogy <laughs> um yeah also feels like a little i mean it, i guess it was set up enough in the first one but it does feel like a little strange that like all of a sudden like radu is like so you know head over heels <laughs> like in love like this is the most twilightiest of the subspecies <laughs> movies at least so far um like it, it is very like the subtitle could have been like radu and love basically um <laughs> which i don't know feels a little out of character uh for me um although maybe it's not so much love as it is like lust like he just really wants to have that power and uh domination over someone but um yeah i mean i i guess that stuff was like a little bit interesting but yeah this one just didn't really do it as much for me um you know i mean again kind of riding off a little bit of a high on the second one Again, uh, this, so that, this that high you keep talking about, that, that, like, <laughs> that, you, surely you're talking like one inch <laughs> off the ground, because it, it's, like, it's not, it wasn't good by any means. I had enough fun with it where that I was like, all right, I want to see what happens next, and <laughs> I want more of these characters, especially these whatever CIA, CIA or I don't know, <laughs> embassy people <laughs> uh, that are in it. <laughs> there was no fun. there was no cia in the second movie there's only cia in the third movie and we'll talk about that later uh this one had two moments in it that made me laugh pretty hysterically okay which is more than the first two but i mean it's mm -hmm. not a really bad movie like i am not yeah. like i can say it's, it's just it's just going around in circles in the middle uh like there's very little motivation for the next things to happen it feels almost like they're stalling at certain points rather than just driving the plot forward in the way that it's supposed to because they have to stretch it out to call it a movie there's just there's just all True. these problems with it it doesn't even open with the big special effects moment that the first two did i was waiting was for it there's, yeah. there's nothing there's no big special effects moment mm -hmm. uh which is a shame so uh that's a thing um I yeah I don't there's very little to say about it 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 this franchise mm -hmm. this hell that you've put us through Tim is <laughs> is a just it's just the void it feels it this mm -hmm. this genuinely feels like we have to put out a certain number of movies a year to sell enough tapes 
So we've made mm-hmm. a vampire movie. Mm-hmm. And we've done as little as we possibly could whilst making the vampire movie. <laughs> here, here it is to the world. Let's hope mm-hmm. some suckers buy it. I admire that filmmaking spirit, though. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I wish I could bring that into some of my, uh, you know, creative efforts. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, like, I, you know, I, I, sometimes I think, man, I just put too much damn effort into this show. Like, I really should dial it back. What effort? You put no effort into this. <laughs> I see no such evidence. I just, like, I... Obviously, this type of thing can be fun, right? Filming mm-hmm. themselves, put out Puppet Master. The first one's not great, but we enjoyed the second one. I enjoyed the first few Transfers movies, and I think they did Demonic Toys as well, and that was kind of entertaining for what mm-hmm. it was. They're, they're all very... There's a ceiling for them all, because they're all these direct-to-video movies. But yeah. they can be fun, they can feel like they have some kind of a plot, <laughs> but yeah. I think Subspecies is is felt really lackluster in that department, and they're kind of just banking mm-hmm. on the location for the most part. And if mm-hmm. yeah, we use that location a lot, we go back there time and time again. Uh, so now you do bring up a good point, though. Has Full Moon ever done a werewolf movie? I mean, I don't know, but they've got a big catalog. They've got a surprisingly deep catalog, Tim. It's not impossible they have. Okay, because it just feels like a wasted opportunity. Like, if your name is Full Moon, like, your signature franchise should be, like, you know, <laughs> Werewolf War Part 2 or something. Like, Wait, that's know. the name of the franchise? Is Werewolf War Part 2? <laughs> How does that work? That's a good title. <laughs> I mean, if it's the franchise is Werewolf War and the second movie's called Part 2, I could understand your argument here, Tim, but calling the franchise that feels a little bit, dare I say, cookie. Mm, I think people will love it. <laughs> if anyone wants to make up shirts, uh, you have my blessing. Literally, I will bless them. Uh, you don't have my blessing. In fact, if anything, mm-hmm. all you have is my judgment. <laughs> Better be careful. People sick his lawyers on you, like, like that. <laughs> oh, I don't care about lawyers. I, mm-hmm. I, 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 I'm just, I just, I, I, I don't well, have Connor to. Well. Has to use his legal degree for something. <laughs> God, over the legal degree. It's the funniest <laughs> thing you've ever said, Tim. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. So, what, what is there? So, <laughs> do we just do spoilers? because <laughs> i don't know what Let's else to it. say it's spoiler free like once you've described the first movie without mm-hmm. saying any plot spoilers like that, that's that you've described all three of them basically mm-hmm. spoilers radu talks like this hello my name <laughs> is radu <laughs> i don't think ever he, announce, he ever announces his presence like that in the movie to be fair though what's up bitches <laughs> radu is in the house <laughs> Yeah, this parody of subspecies <laughs> sounds a lot more fun than subspecies. I'm not going to lie. So yeah, spoilers if you do care. Uh, and I suppose the problem I did have as well is that I, I just said that once you've described the plot of the first one, you've described the plot of all of them. I, I don't think that's entirely true, but it's just, but it's true for two and three because like it's all the same characters as two. There's nothing new to talk about. There's no new... Absolutely, yeah. You know, here's this new character. Well, there's one new character that I do want to talk about, but he comes in quite late <laughs> on, and that is CIA Bob. <laughs> which might be the best most out of nowhere thing in this movie is that one point when they're going back to the castle for the second time which is get into the big third act and i say big mm. not literally <laughs> which is figuratively 
for, for was the mm-hmm. word, but I, I my main blank for a second. Uh, but he, Mel, the U.S. Embassy guy says, "I'm going to call my friend. He's cool." I said, "No, he's ex-CIA, but don't worry, he's cool." And I'm like, "Okay, where are you going with this?" This guy Bob shows up mm-hmm. at the castle, right? They all meet at the castle, mm-hmm. like the next day or maybe that day. And I'm like, "Did he come from the U.S. after like in less than a day?" Because mm-hmm. that's that's not really all that plausible, frankly. <laughs> he got a flight and he's not jet lagged and, and he shows up in a beret. No, he could not just come in a plane though. He comes with like an arsenal of machine guns. Mm-hmm. So I don't, <laughs> there's no way he went on a plane. Uh, yeah, America, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Aye, but Europe's the last to let him in. I don't think they're going to look at all these some machine guns and go, you know what, this guy, <laughs> this guy seems all right. But he's got a beret on, he's got night vision goggles, mm-hmm. he's got a, and he... He talks like a, like he's like, "What's the plan, sir?" Yeah, <laughs> I don't care. This is your party. I'm just doing a cameo. Let's get in there. <laughs> like he is this caricature of like some military dude. And frankly, his death might be the best moment in the entire movie. This guy accomplishes <laughs> nothing. He climbs a wall. That's basically it. He climbs a wall. They get inside, and when he tries to shoot bullets. At Mummy Radu, which, you know, for the record, yes, there is one handgun that has silver bullets in it that might mm-hmm. work. His machine gun does not, though. So he fires yeah. the machine gun at her, and she just uses telekinesis, which she apparently has, to fly <laughs> a knife across and into his forehead. And he just instantly dies, drops to the ground. He's over after he was built up as being the CIA badass that's going to help mm-hmm. them win this fight. And I thought that was quite funny. It's a good gag, yeah. Like, especially like you said, like just really, it's so over the top the way you're seeing him preparing and like, yeah, has in the suitcase just like full of like weapons and stuff and like, yeah, just the idea that oh yeah, he is supposed to be the ultimate badass and like, yeah, you know, in your mind you're thinking like, has Radu met his match? Um, but then, yeah, just to be dispatched so easily, um, yeah, <laughs> very funny. <laughs> I mean, I never thought. Taj Radu met his match. I never once thought that. No. <laughs> he might as well just ran to the castle saying, Leroy Jenkins. <laughs> like... <laughs> oh, that's a reference all the young kids will get. <sighs> so, even the fact that they have to climb in, they make this big deal about how, oh, he's going to climb up the wall and then he's going to, like, you know, throw down a rope and bring Mel up and they're going to go in with machine guns. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't think this movie or any of the franchises ever established that they'd have to climb to get in. Like, <laughs> why, why, yeah. why is this the way they have to go in? I know the secret tunnel mm-hmm. is, like, blocked off earlier in the movie. That's the thing that stops them the first time they're mm-hmm. exploring the castle. They give up when they get to this, like, blockade. And they're like, well, mm-hmm. I guess that's us for today and mm-hmm. go home. Uh, but I was like, isn't there, like, front entrances? If they said there wasn't, then it feels... It, it's always felt that you could just walk into this place. Mm-hmm. In fact, didn't they just walk into this place in the last movie? Remember they walked in that and sounds about right, Radu yeah. was like, what are you doing here? Leave now! <laughs> Get out! Come on! It's not your place! <laughs> Get to the chopper! <laughs> My Arnold and Radu are converging. It's not healthy. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, consult I, your doctor if you're 
if your Arnold and Reggie start to merge into one accent. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, to go back to the star of the movie, so Rebecca mm. just sort of runs off to try and call for help uh, mm. and ends up bumping back into Mel and the detective when everyone shows up and it's a crime scene afterwards. <laughs> Uh, because now it's a murder, and I kind of realized that the only meaningful thing that really happened in the second movie, when you look back at it now, is that the mm-hmm. archaeologist, like, professor dude got killed, because that's the only mm-hmm. thing that has any real consequence, uh, in a large sense, at the start of this movie. It's like, oh, this is a murder mm-hmm. investigation now. So now a detective is looking into it. Although, I thought he specialized in black market goods, because he's still going on about it every two minutes. He's like, are they stealing uh, artifacts from in there and selling them? Oh, I bet they're in the black market. I bet that violinist is in the black market. He's constantly (laughs) going on about selling stolen goods. Yeah. Um, Hey, Tim, what's the one thing that's not happened in any three of these movies? Not one person has (laughs) sold something that was stolen. Yeah, which is a shame, because he probably could get a lot of money off the uh, Bloodstone. Um, people go crazy <laughs> for those. Oh, people love the bloodstones. I, I mean, oh, yeah. oh. I bet there's like people that are selling five, six hundred dollar bloodstone replicas on Etsy. <laughs> I somehow doubt that, Timothy. <laughs> I think you'll be lucky if one fan has made a prop bloodstone in the last thirty <laughs> years. <laughs> mm. okay <laughs> okay well i'm glad we've established that we can move on <laughs> meanwhile uh radu needs to be resurrected this movie despite the fact that the last movie has mm. has a subspecies just like put them back together <laughs> so that was that was a bit weird like, why does he need to be resurrected by his mum now but yeah the mummy's doing like an incantation she's like poking his like knife wounds and all starts and She's saying them in the Lazarus pit. She's saying some stuff, um, and then when they've got Michelle back, they Michelle. just do, they do an incantation to teleport back. Because keep in mind that <laughs> they're at the mum's place near the city, and they teleport mm. back to Radu's palace, which is where the first movie was mainly set, and <laughs> they just sort of like a lot of smoke fills the room with a flash of light, and then they're there, and I'm like, mm. okay, I guess. They, she knows a teleportation spell because that's what just <laughs> happened uh which does also beg the question like radu has like like random new powers like he can also teleport now mm-hmm. um like i know they established the whole shadow traveling last movie and he does that again here but he also does this thing where he, he's like michelle i'm going to show you how to move stealthy <laughs> and then he just sort of like there's like a flash and he just sort of like teleports like across and i'm like Wait, if you can do that, why haven't you been doing that in the last two movies constantly <laughs> to like win fights and chase after people? In fact, at one point in this movie, he kidnaps like a victim for him and Michelle, uh, the, the first victim he brings to her. He gets her off the street, but he like picks her up while he's in shadow form. Like he's, mm-hmm. he's just traveling down the street as a shadow and the <laughs> shadow comes down and then she disappears into the shadow. And I'm like, you could do that you could just be a shadow monster and like grab people <laughs> why haven't you been doing this like they give him like mm-hmm. they keep showing all these new powers and i'm like this feels like he should be completely unstoppable yeah now uh you're a big fan of dragon ball z right <laughs> uh i think i have seen a grand total let me think about it, of zero seconds but go on okay. 
<laughs> well, you know, like the uh, on that show, there's a you know the group of aliens, uh, the Saiyans, and one of their things is like, uh, whenever you know they're defeated in combat, like once they heal, they come back more powerful. So like you know they do a lot of training, and sometimes they'll even like try to push themselves to like almost dying so that you know they can uh, use like healing stuff and come back and like be even stronger than before but I, I don't know maybe Radu is like that like maybe every time he's defeated he comes back with a new power I mean maybe this is what the bloodstone is doing because they've still <laughs> never established what they've oh, I almost swore they've never established what the bloodstone's actually giving him in terms of power they keep saying it's was powerful was it the C-bomb you're gonna drop that <laughs> <laughs> no, was the F-bomb but uh don't tempt me though don't tempt me <laughs> Radu is such a <laughs> Uh, do you wish they had like a scene like in uh you know like the first shazam when uh you know that that little punk kid is like oh like we gotta test all your superpowers and like they're making wait are you talking about freddy with the crutch he's the punk kid you're referring to (laughs) yeah the little punk (laughs) (laughs) the one with the disability okay that's a bold choice but go on but yeah like they're testing it out like do you wish there was a scene like that where like mommy was like let's see what you can do and he's like bring it <laughs> he's like skateboarding well, down the castle and that was the weird thing i thought they were about to do that with him showing michelle all of his powers because he does that teleportation oh, sure, yeah. thing and then she just does it without barely trying he's like you're special michelle you are natural but then you never see him teach her anything else so i, th- I thought we were going to get or oh, here's all the things you can do now michelle as a vampire and radu is going to teach you but instead, he's like, no. Uh, but also later on, when she asked to drink from the bloodstone, he's like, you are not ready for the bloodstone. It is too powerful. It will consume your mind. And I'm like, okay. But like, okay, so the, so it's not the bloodstone giving you all these fancy powers then because you're, she's doing them without the bloodstone. So that reminds me of like, uh, like when you're younger if like you had a friend who like had a new video game and he was telling you how cool it was and you're like oh can i have a turn playing it and like um i don't think you really get it yet like uh i'm gonna have to keep playing it for you and, <laughs> like that's basically like what redu is doing yeah so you were basically that time yeah well... i was i was a good friend <laughs> i shared <laughs> i still share <laughs> yeah shared all sorts of things cephalus <laughs> Oh, oh, come on. Come on. <laughs> Probs. <laughs> I keep my body clean. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, I, I mean, I do. I, for, I, I, for, uh, it was almost over, and I thought, oh, God, there's not even. Like, the subspecies aren't even in this one. They're mm-hmm. not even showing their face. It's not until the last, like, 10 seconds that Radu's corpse, some blood falls from it in some subspecies <laughs> form. So they're not even a result of the Bloodstone, because at this point at the end, he doesn't have the Bloodstone Mm -hmm. either. The Bloodstone just got thrown away. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I guess if you're going to take anything from this movie, the big, I guess, important stuff is what kind of happens at the end. The Bloodstone gets destroyed, and I mean, I guess it's kind of big that Radu gets... uh, killed but i mean he's been killed twice before so yeah i mean this is a daylight kill he basically jumps out into the sun because uh or rebecca throws the bloodstone and he goes diving for it into the sun and then falls to his death and lands in a tree and there's branches going through so he's 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 impaled with wood he's on fire Mm -hmm. from the sun uh there is kind of a fun shot of this dummy just sort of sitting there uh and 
you know, but you know, the ending's like, hey, the subspecies are forming out of his blood, so that means he's probably going to come back. I will uh, give him some credit. I actually do like how, uh, like, now this is a part that did that made me laugh. Like, uh, just kind of how over the top the ending is, because it's like you're saying, it's not just like he like there's one thing that kills him it's like all right so you're jumping like at the top of this castle plus it's sunlight out so you're catching on fire so you're falling on fire and then like you, you land through like spikes it's like you know a hat on a hat on a hat but that's what kind of makes it like you know fun and over the top um it's very cheesy looking but in at least that is in the kind of like the cheesy charming uh kind of way that i like to see i wish there was more stuff like this throughout the movie yeah or cia bob i'll take more cia yeah. bob that was fun, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, just look at some yeah, of the I wonder different... if they just, like, told him, like, yeah, we're going vampire hunting, and it's just like, say no more. Like, I'm in. <laughs> well, no, because he doesn't know, because when he's like, hey, I brought all the stuff you asked for, but I don't really get it. I mean, what are you doing? Hunting vampires? True, yeah. And then they look at each other like, uh, mm. well, it just so happens that maybe we are hunting some vampires. Uh, you, you don't have to tell me anymore. I don't really care. <laughs> I'm in the CIA, so if I get to just shoot my machine gun at bad big guys, I'm I'm a I'm a happy CIA man. That's that's his attitude. <laughs> oh dear. So if we look at some of the different, I mean, there's not much to say about Mel. He he just kind of is there. He does end up kissing Michelle at one point, <laughs> or not Michelle, sorry, Rebecca, uh, back <laughs> at the hotel. Uh, honestly, the only memorable moment he has for me is when they go to the office of the professor from the last movie, right? Uh, mm. And they go there to talk to the receptionist, and they say they're there for him to pick up some papers that he left in his office, but what they're actually there for is to steal a bunch of weapons from his room, because he's got, like, axes and stuff on his wall. So they go in and steal all that stuff so they can fight vampires with it. Uh, <laughs> but the bit that made me laugh here is the receptionist is crying her eyes out she's distraught that her professor her boss has, has been killed and mm-hmm. in a really horrible performance this actor playing mel says he was a true scholar and a remarkable human and i just it made me laugh it was just i was like mm-hmm. what do you mean you're a true scholar you you, you talked to him once you weren't even with him <laughs> the, you know the, the entire last act of the last movie where he goes with Michelle, the scholar that is, the, the professor, when he goes down to Michelle and then ultimately gets killed, Mel wasn't even there for any of that. He he, he <laughs> met him once, and he's paying him all these compliments. And to make it even just a little bit funnier, the receptionist is like, yeah, he was an old fool, and then just keeps crying. <laughs> but, yeah, he was, a, he was a real piece of shit. But he was great in bed. <laughs> and so I want to be remembered. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm sure your wife will be thrilled when someone else says that at your funeral. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe I don't know. Radu will go up like Tim will be remembered fondly for being great in bed. He was a, such a gentle lover. <laughs> Radu. <laughs> <laughs> Except when I asked him not to be. <laughs> uh, so, uh, I suppose the two things we have to talk about, really, is, or the main thing we have to talk about is Michelle's... The credits. <laughs> oh, I wish. I wish we were at the credits. But the, the main running mm-hmm. plot of this movie, more than anything else, is that Radu is trying to train Michelle to be a vampire, and he's trying to get her to give up 
like all our ties to the mortal world you know stop caring mm-hmm. about your sister start killing people with me and michelle's resisting but she gets hungry so she does bite people she mm-hmm. does lure someone in there's a scene where she's like okay go and go and use your vampire powers to lure in a victim and she basically stands down the street from where this little like party's happening and there's like a, a little band of and it's not like a not like a rock band but like a you know like a violinist a cellist and a couple mm-hmm. other things and she just kind of stares and she's looking all pretty the cleavage is out and this violinist <laughs> is just looking down the street like oh my daddy likey so he like goes down the street and then she teleports further back away and he's like where did she go and he starts running down the streets looking for her and eventually radu pops out and bites him and then a random woman like stops gets out of her car and says hey what's happening here and then they have to grab her too and i'm only mentioning this random woman because despite the fact that uh the detective dies we'll talk about him separately because he's probably our character we have to talk about uh, mm-hmm. And despite the fact that CIA Bob dies, like this random woman who mm-hmm. doesn't really even have any proper lines of dialogue survives. Like mm-hmm. they rescue her at the end out of the cage, along with Mel, who's kidnapped by that point as well. And mm-hmm. she's she's a survivor of the movie. I'm like, this woman is a red shirt, and she survived. <laughs> I, thought, yeah. I, just, I just thought that was that was worth mentioning. I thought, but there's a lot of Radu talking to Michelle about. Uh, you know, I will spare your sister if you give me your utter devotion for all time. Yeah. There's a lot of that. Oh, but there's also Mummy Radu who hates her and thinks she's mm-hmm. out to steal her son from him. So she's just like, Radu, kill her! Kill her, Radu! <laughs> she's a bitch! God, like, you, you can just see, like... Like this would have made such a good sitcom in the nineties, just like <laughs> you know the the angry mother-in-law, the you know dumb husband, and you know a woman who's trying to keep them all together. That sounds like Arrested Development, and the one woman who's trying to keep them all together. <laughs> uh, so get Radu on what we do in the shadows. I mean, the actor just played him again, so he's still a game. They really should, yeah, yeah. He could show up and do his voice. He'd fit right in. Yeah. <laughs> that'd, be so, uh, that'd be really funny. Yeah. Oh, dear. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, that's the whole thing, really. And it feels like over the course of the movie, she mm-hmm. is starting to... like She's kind of suicidal in the middle where she wants to just wait mm-hmm. for the sun to kill herself. And then she kind of seems to be drifting towards the dark side. But at the end of the movie, when they're having their big standoff and... Rebecca's holding Radu off with the gun that's filled with the silver bullets. Michelle takes it and you think, oh, she's going to kill her sister or do something evil. And she turns around and shoots Radu. She's she's resisted the darkness. She's she's still good. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> that's great. They never actually explain how they drive off with her at the end, despite the fact that it's broad daylight now. Yeah, I, guess, I mean... I, I guess they just wrap her in jackets and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and again, that's been a constant problem with this series where it seems like people are just always walking around like when it's just like middle of the afternoon yeah don't get me wrong it was mm-hmm. absolutely at its worst than the first movie two and three haven't been as guilty of it but mm-hmm. it, it's still there it still rears its ugly head often enough yeah so yeah so i guess the other big thing is that uh you know mommy dies in this so Oh, if not only yeah. just that she dies, Radu kills her because yeah. he he wants his new big titty braid instead of <laughs> instead of his mummy around. 
That's a, I, I'm pretty sure that's how he referred to her as well. <laughs> Big titties. <laughs> so he uh, he actually rips off his mum's arm mm-hmm. and then rips off her head. So it's the mm-hmm. ultimate, you know, matricide betrayal. <laughs> oh, that that's the ultimate <laughs> betrayal. Like, <laughs> I mean, you can kill your mum, but I mean, ripping her head off kind of going the extra mile. No? Sure. <laughs> Depends on, I guess, for some people, yeah, sure. Well, what, what's a bigger matricide to you? What's a more extreme version of matricide? Uh tying up in a chair making them watch the show <laughs> <laughs> oh I hope mommy ever gillish is careful <laughs> yeah <laughs> better hope tend of her snaps <laughs> yeah I don't want to have to have that conversation on Thanksgiving where your mom's like like so who's this red new person you keep talking about like oh mom uh, don't, just don't don't pay attention to the show just like and subscribe but you, you don't have to actually watch it <laughs> i heard you timmy talking on your show about killing me explain yourself young man <laughs> you know, i don't like that pete boy he talks about titties too much I do not bring up titties that often. That is that is that is nonsense. I only bring up titties when the movie's forcing them in my face. Okay. Uh, to be fair, there was no nudity in this one. Like they, they sort of went out of their way to do a lot of nudity last time. This one was actually pretty yeah. tame in that respect. Another reason why uh, I'm going to be a little harsh in my final thoughts. <laughs> yeah, because there was no no big special effects moment like the the first two movies at the start. There was no nudity, like the last movie. Mm-hmm. Really, this movie is just lacking uh, so many things. I wish they would have combined the nudity and the big special effects scene into one scene. Oh, you should uh, watch the boy spin-off Gen V, Tim. I think you'll find what you're looking for. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> is that out yet? I didn't even realize that. Yeah, episode four just okay. came out. Uh, but not only will you find what you're looking for, you'll find it multiple times over the course of the four episodes so far. Okay, I'm intrigued. Interesting. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, uh, my running theme on the reviews is that there's a very extreme high quantity of dick-related things happening in that show. So, oh, okay. yeah, it's a good show Who so knows? far, though. Promising. Yeah. Uh, if you like the boys, I like the boys. So yeah. I would, yeah, I would, I would, I would check it out. So much to watch, so little time. Yes, which is why I'm extra pissed that you're making me watch Subspecies. <laughs> Hey, the one that if the fans wouldn't have demanded it, we wouldn't have to do it. Who demanded that? Show me the receipts. <laughs> Show me one person saying, "Could you please do subspecies?" There's, you know, some of the patrons are they're they're a little afraid to approach you. So sometimes I get requests via my personal oh. email. Is that right? Is that right? Yeah. Yes, yeah, so you can still screenshot that and show me it. You covered. Yeah, if I knew how to screenshot, I don't have that kind of equipment. <laughs> it's a button on your keyboard, you dick and poop. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, the detective is back in this one. I mentioned him earlier. Mm-hmm. He keeps thinking that everyone's trying to grave rob and sell stuff in the black market. I would say it's not Detective Pikachu. He, he, he brings it up like constantly for like the first half mm-hmm. of the movie. And... He never really believes there's vampires, but both times he runs into them at the castle, mm-hmm. he just kind of like shrugs and goes, 
ah, why not? Give me a gun or a steak and I'll help look for the vampires. <laughs> Even though he never actually says he believes anything, he unfortunately meets his demise when Radu shows up behind him towards the end of the movie and his big long fingers like come over his head and then uh, he stabs him. Uh, I was wondering why he didn't bite him. Because I thought, oh, maybe he's like stabbing him so he gets like a sort of blood fountain effect and he's going to drink the blood that mm. way. But you never see him drink the blood. I thought, that's a waste, Radu. Yeah. Is it because he's not as attractive as most of your victims? He's a he's a, he's a middle aged man. You're like, ah, I don't want this guy. Yeah, I mean the blood's blood. Yeah, that's what I would think. But Radu seems to be fussy. I don't know. Yeah. He likes the blood of a maiden. <laughs> no, I mean I, I guess people probably have their their preferences. People, you mean vampires? Then come on. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Similar species. <laughs> so oh dear but he spends some time following the main couple because he wants to see what they're up to uh he makes his two men dig the grave i think it's the grave from the first movie where they buried someone but uh he just sits there and eats a sandwich while his two other cops are <laughs> digging it and i'm like oh yeah delegating that task are we there uh detective <laughs> very good uh i don't really have much to say about him he's, he's like he's more entertaining than like say Mel because at least he's he's got some weird running things that he says that kind of stick out. Uh, Mel does nothing of value. The romance with him and Michelle uh, with Rebecca. I keep saying Michelle Jackson. With him and Rebecca mm. is it's not out of nowhere. You can tell they're going to do it as soon as he was introduced in the, the last movie, <laughs> but it also feels unearned mm. and just like oh now they're just kissing. Uh, because this puts yeah. this puts you in the mood when your sister's been turned into a vampire <laughs> and you're you're worried that she's been held captive against her will. I mean, uh, the the name of the movie is Bloodlust. I mean, <laughs> aye, but that's Radu's bloodlust for Michelle, not Rebecca I mean, and uh, Mel. They don't uh, have, they have blood. A bit of bloodlust. No, this well. man, this man's never had an erection. I refuse to believe it. <laughs> There's no blood flowing anywhere in that man. He is is about as plain white toast as you could possibly have. Um, okay. <laughs> we'll see. Maybe we'll re- reach out to the uh, the actor and <laughs> try to confirm this. <laughs> I'm not saying the actor's never had a direction. I'm saying this character's never had a direction. There's a difference. Well, maybe he really got into the character and now he can't really <laughs> see the difference between himself oh, and... <laughs> I mean, imagine, imagine getting erectile dysfunction for subspecies two and three. It's not like he was in Taxi Driver, The Godfather, or some, you know, notable classic that at least he's like, you know what, that's worth the legacy. I'll accept that my my, my happy little man is not going to stand at all anymore. I don't know why I said that with a little Italian flex. There's a stand at all. Yeah, well. We got the Leaning Tower of Pizza, which is <laughs> very phallic. <laughs> Someone should build the flaccid tower of pizza right next to it. Yeah. <laughs> Just for the, the comparison. Yes, yes, yes. Very good. Uh, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't know what you say about about Mel. He's just a dull ass character. He was dull ass in the last movie. He's dull ass in this one. He's got a CIA a friend named Bob. That's slightly amusing. Yeah, but that's about it. Yeah. Um. I, I'm not gonna lie. I watched this like probably what three or four days ago, and 
a lot of this stuff is like already <laughs> escaped my memory. Like, oh, if the... I if I hadn't watched this right before we started recording, I would have forgotten yeah. so much of this. Like, I, even as I'm watching it, I'm like, okay, why are they doing this <laughs> bit now? Why, you know, like it's it's just. And usually, there was a couple of times where I actually went back because I thought, oh, because. I'll be honest, it's hard to pay attention to a movie this boring. And there's a couple of times where I caught myself looking away or whatever, and I'm like, oh shit, I missed whatever that was. And it felt like something important just happened. So I'd go back, you know, 20, 30 seconds and see what it was. And almost every time I did that, nothing important happened. Nothing that I would have to oh, yeah. know to bring up later or talk about in the review or understand the yeah. rest of the movie happened. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it really feels like you could probably almost get rid of like most of these characters and have very little of the movie uh affected by by it <clears throat> oh yeah um, like let's, let's say you take away mara and the detective right mm-hmm. would anything that the other characters do in this movie change other than talking to him so. other, other than stopping to talk to him before they go and do the thing they were going to mm-hmm. do anyway would anything of value like change mm-hmm. yeah i think no. so no no uh if you took out CIA Bob, yeah, it wouldn't be as funny when they get into the <laughs> castle, but you could just have Mel go into the castle on his own and get captured anyway. It'd yeah. be one less death, I suppose, but, I mean, let's face it, at this point, we're not coming to these movies for a, a kill count, because none of them have had a good kill count. <laughs> no. Not really. So, I don't know. It, it, there's, there's very little of value, honestly. It, I mean, it's still mm-hmm. an easy enough watch. And there's a few yeah. funny moments, but I mean, by and large, it, it's just kind of treading mm-hmm. water and stalling till it does whatever it's going to do at the end. And it's not like mm-hmm. you feel like, oh, it's the end of the trilogy and they finally killed Radu. It's a big moment <laughs> where he's he's jumped for that bloodstone that he's been so obsessed mm-hmm. with. It doesn't feel like a big deal. It's just kind of like, oh, okay, well, that's that. And then, you know, we'll, we'll move on. Uh, th- yeah. there'll, there'll probably be a fourth one, which there was, although it was a good four years later. So... Mm-hmm. We'll see uh, how that shapes up, I suppose. But I'm not, I'm not particularly excited by the prospect. Mm. Um. Yeah. I mean, we're gonna watch it. So. Oh, I know. I know. Yes. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, I, I don't. I don't know if I'd say I'm excited, but I'm at least intrigued to see. Um. At least with the next one being, yeah, like you know, a couple of years down the line and whatever. Like, I'm curious if it's hopefully gonna at least try to mix it up more and yeah just not you know gonna do another kind of retread of, of these last couple last couple movies uh uh yeah that's all that's all i really want like <laughs> at, at this point try to come up with some more interesting funnier characters and maybe a few more cool special effect shots and and i'll be a happy boy that's all i want <laughs> yeah our more our more boobs would be fine too. Like mm. we could enjoy that. The true subspecies. <laughs> We're not male. We we could we could we could have the blood flowing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm an interesting superpower. His blood doesn't flow at all, so he's like vampires mm. just ignore him. There's no need there's no need to bite him. He's, uh, it's not a bad idea. His blood is useless. I don't know what I'm saying anymore. Oh dear, okay. I mean this is like one of the shortest reviews we've done in a while, but I feel like we're done. I, I don't think there's anything else to talk about. Yeah, uh, I I can't even. I I don't even have the passion to come up with one of my 
you know infamous rants to uh <laughs> extend the show by another 15 minutes no it's, it's fine it's, this is this is i mean i'm, I'm impressed mm-hmm. we got over 40 which is probably going to be about hitting 50 by the time the outro's done so tim yeah. why don't you talk about uh, how our october has been going <laughs> <laughs> well nah it's fine <laughs> it's fine okay. just, just rate just rate the the movie tim let's get it over with subspecies three what you got <laughs> Um, so I feel like I, I gave the first and second movie like pretty generous scores. Like, uh, again, you know, they're never going to go uh, super high, uh, but I, I, I thought it was pretty good uh, affair with the last two. Uh, and and, and I, I would stand by the you know, the first two being you know, somewhat enjoyable for for what they are. And I am glad that I checked them out. Um, this one to me was just such a dud, though. And the the first two did definitely had their moments of boredom and dullness but i don't know maybe the other parts stood out enough that it you know it didn't bother me as much but it really stuck out in this movie um and then yeah it just didn't have as much of the cool stuff that i was looking for um you know that being said uh, you know here and there there's you know a few fun things you know with radu and, and and stuff as always um not as much as the last two though or uh but yeah, I was pretty disappointed in this one. I, I think I'm gonna go three point five, um, which might even be a little generous. I don't know. Uh, it's I, I I still have love for you know, the character of Radu and stuff, so I, I can never go too low w- with a movie that he's in. Um, but yeah, I I think that's where we're gonna have to have to be at this point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was thinking about the same, really. Three point five, because you you were a little more generous than I was with the last two. Yeah, I think it's fair to say. But um, yeah, yeah. Which at the a... end of the year, Santa Claus will take that into account. Oh, yeah, you get the last one a five point five. You madman. Uh, I, I think <laughs> I'll agree with the the three point five in this case. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think it's like a huge step down from like the first one, but it's mm-hmm. a bit worse. Yeah. So 3.5 all round then for Subspecies 3. So that'll... What happened to my beloved franchise? <laughs> oh yeah, it went down from 4s <laughs> and 5s to a 3. Oh my god, what a, what a massive drop in quality it's, it's had. Uh, yeah, I mean, look, Tim got us in this mess. We're going to see it through and finish off the franchise. Um, I, I had like a more interesting trilogy that i was going to suggest for this october but then tim swooped in with subspecies so we did subspecies so i'll just have to save my idea for next year okay and we'll, we'll see what it is then anywho mm-hmm. uh what uh what, what, what do i say now oh yeah patreon.com slash tv <laughs> you can support all the content and get bonus episodes the bonus episode has returned for october in fact we're doing two <laughs> for october and then mm-hmm. next month uh we'll be back to one a month and that'll continue going forward. And even more streams will be back soon as well. Not this month, uh, possibly November. Although, I was actually thinking making that December that comes back for a couple of reasons, which I'll talk to Tim about off-air, because that's an off-the-air discussion. <laughs> so, uh, But that'll be back shortly. That'll be back soon. Uh, so don't worry about that. But uh, yeah, so you get two bonus episodes and Patreon for a month of October, then one a month starting in November. So that's back happy excitement all that good stuff uh, mm-hmm. so 
look forward to that. Um, as far as uh, anything else goes, though, obviously you get early access to stuff and all that good, fun goodness. Uh, there's bonuses for the other shows that we do in Mail Fuzz movies, such as the sci-fi podcast, <laughs> the Atomic Cinema Experiment, or the other movie podcast, The Collector's Cut, that I do with uh, David. Uh, you can check out all those, and of course, uh, just generally help the content and keep it all coming, and hopefully <laughs> you're enjoying Octoberthon enough that you, uh, that you uh, love us more than ever in the spooky season. Yeah, I mean, you know, we haven't really been around for... A while, although, although you know, we, we record enough stuff that you know, people yeah. at least a few things, but uh, but I, I feel like we're really going above and beyond uh, this uh, October, like you know, for um, it, you know, it's, it's not the most shows we've done, like we've done shows in the past where we've had stuff like almost every day, but like, uh, yeah, I, I feel like for the amount of time and stuff that we've had available, we're actually giving people quite a bit of content. Oh, well, yeah, we're doing well this October. This is we're, we're definitely we're already, I think, more episodes than we were last October, so mm-hmm. I think we're we're doing very, very well. And that for to be fair, that one year, which I think was 2019, where there was literally a screams mm-hmm. episode of some kind every day in October, mm-hmm. that was too much, and we will never <laughs> do that again. I, lessons have been learned. Uh, mm-hmm. especially since Tim didn't have any kids when we did that. So, I mean, it's off Very the table true. anyway. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. um, even I don't want to do that again. Uh, but we're doing mm-hmm. a healthy amount of content for October, so thank you very much. And it don't feel bad if you can't be on Patreon. Totally get it. Uh, yeah. hit, hit the like button. Do all the other things you can do for free to help the show. All those things do help because more people will find it. But uh, mm-hmm. that is us. So thank you very much for joining us. We will see you in probably a few more days for another Screams After Midnight this October. Um, and I can say that confidently because I know what episode's going last. I don't know what the order the rest of them are, but I know which one's going on out on Halloween itself, so I know when it's over. So, thank you very much for joining us. We'll see you next time. Keep watching scary movies! Happy October!